to always get the latest Game Tea, do not forget to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. We post memes, gaming news, retweet friends of the pod, and of course, let you know when new episodes are available for your listening pleasure. Links are all available in the description of this episode, so check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm zach and i'm czar all right so fun fact we're actually recording this episode a day after we're doing the cyberpunk episode because i don't understand what happened but like the cyberpunk episode was so long and zoom was literally so sick of listening to me talk about it that it just shut down (laughs) brah i'm done (laughs) it's it's a pretty girthy episode not gonna lie (laughs) yay Uh, synonyms another thing is guys i could design my very own gaming room and i feel like i am very close to going full tacky so i I keep asking everyone you guys is this too much and they keep saying no so uh, (laughs) let me know on our tweet or on our social media pages what's too much like what if i put this in my gaming room is like oh this guy's probably a little too nerdy so so what did you what did you show us before we started recording this episode of the podcast that makes you say this claim so my gaming room has windows and so you know which windows you houses need. have windows houses have windows <laughs> it's a legal thing they actually have to have a window in every in every room my parents lied to me i didn't learn that in construction management school <laughs> oh uh anyway um so the cool thing is I get to design my own room. And so with the with the uh, windows, I need to get curtains. And so I was like, what's the nerdiest thing? And I was like, oh, World of Warcraft curtains. Oh, my God. That is so- literally the nerdiest thing I can think of. But they're here's, so cool. That here's my <laughs> pitch. It's noise reducing and thermal insulated blackout curtains. So, I mean, it's, it's basically required to save the world. Why, why are um, you trying to <laughs> why are you trying to sell this idea to us we're on your side it's krista you gotta fight <laughs> thank you guys thank you for practicing and if anything we'll show up in suits and ties with a powerpoint presentation like here is why you need these curtains or life will in fact be worse for you your world will literally implode if you do not get these curtains huh? literally <laughs> and so yeah i am excited all right. So who's doing itinerary today? Well, well, there's one more hype up thing that that I feel like we should just briefly mention. Sure. What no. is it? This is our <laughs> 75th episode. It is? It is. This episode that we are recording currently is our 75th. Huh. Oh. Yay! Yay! Is there is there like having a 75th episode is like turning 50 years old. It's like nobody fucking cares. Just shut up and keep going. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> hey, it's an achievement on the platform we use, so... We don't just hand out achievements dilly-dally like that, Zara, okay? I'm an achievement whore. It's my life. I do love a good participation trophy. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> whole shelf. Itinerary is going to participate <laughs> with JP. JP, go for it, man. <laughs> all right. So today on the podcast, we are talking about some Dragon Ball Fighter Z new characters, um, a little Red Dead Redemption news, some Spider-Man Miles Morales mystery. Sorry. You mean Spooderman. 
of course, our our good friend Spooderman. 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 <laughs> We've got Bloodborne again. And then we're going to follow that up with another edition of Zach's Hot Takes. And we're going to go into some game releases. Oh, Zach's Sizzling Takes. Sizzling Time with Zach. Sizzling Ooh. Times with Zach. Yeah, I, I like, sizz- I like <laughs> Sizzling Time with Zach. All right. So let's talk about um, some Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Vegeta. What is that? What does your scour say about his power level? It's over 9,000! 9,000? I I actually, I prefer the DBZ abridged of it's a thousand. It's like, what do you say? It's like a thousand and six. Oh, wait, the scouter is upside down. It's over (laughs) 9,000. It's over (laughs) 9,000. God, that show deserves an Emmy. All right, Zach, what's going on in Dragon Ball universe? All right, so Dragon Ball Fighter Z has been going on for what two and a half years, three years almost now. It's been just going strong, right? It's got one of the most like secret loyal fan bases that I know about. You know, like it's still a game that's going really strong, but we hardly ever talk about it. Right. I think it's just the thing with fighting games. Like you have your diehard Street Fighters, your diehard Tekkens. Yes, Smash Bros. is a fighting game. Your diehard Smash Bros. fans, people who like just stick to their games. I mean, look at Melee. It's been going strong since two thousand one. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, like, I'm fighting... suffering for it now. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, fighting game fan bases are loyal as crap. But what I like about Fighter Z is they just keep bringing in new characters, and they ended off with Ultra Instinct, and then they had someone else between there, Master Roshi, maybe. Like, they just kind of threw that in. And this next, they just released a trailer for the newest character coming out, and um, guys, it's freaking fire. First off. I think this game still looks brand new. Like watching that trailer still looks like I'm watching an episode of a Dragon Ball Z episode. Mm -hmm. It really does. It's really pristine animation for anime. Yeah, I think this is a timeless art style. Like this literally can stay relevant for as long as they want to support it. Like literally just PS5 upgraded edition, make sure it's 60 FPS, which I'm pretty sure as a fighting game, it has to be Mm -hmm. or already is. So, I mean, I think this game can last as long as they want to keep pumping out DLC for it, you know? Yeah, I absolutely agree, especially, again, considering how popular this game still is and kind of like the underground support it has of just loyal fans of the game. It's it's still, hell, even on Twitch, it's still going strong. And I think like the announcement of the characters have just been, you know, amping it up even more. So who got announced? All right, yeah, I've been digressing a lot, haven't I? So they announced Super... Baby Vegeta, I think it's two. Super Baby Vegeta 2. I think oh is what my they call god. it. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Can we get that name again? Yeah, Dragon Ball GT um had the most convoluted and just kind of downright ridiculous story. Like as far as Dragon Ball Z goes, that, that means a lot to say that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the story was just all over the place. <laughs> But one thing I will say is its character designs were straight fire. So even though that name sounds stupid, it's just Vegeta possessed by this genetic monster known as Baby, which is kind of like Cell if Cell was a virus. No, I don't know. Now I'm confused even more. <laughs> anyway, it's just a it's an alien that takes over people's bodies. That's that's really all it is, Zar. I got you now. Hates the Sands. The Sands destroyed most of his race, and so he super hates them. And um, now he took over Vegeta and then became Super Baby Vegeta 2. Okay, so now that we know who it is, can we talk about the shenanigans that were pulled during this trailer? 
Like the first 20 seconds, Yamcha gets fucking owned and then used to beat the shit out of Gohan. <laughs> what was up with that? It's just, just what you said. It's shenanigans, man. That's Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. I love how over the top and ridiculous Dragon Ball Z is. Like, it's the uh, anime that I watch when I know things are going to get fucking ridiculous, but I'm just going to go along with it because I love how just over the top it is. I love Dragon Ball Z, dude. You know, like, it's it's just like, um, what's the Vin Diesel? Fast and Furious. It's just like Fast and Furious, but like for anime. It's just pure escapism at its finest. Like, yeah, anime. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. That could happen. Exactly. Yeah, they do a really good job. Just literally feels like they took the character and put all his best qualities through in his smirk. He's like a, a smirkier Frieza somehow. And so he's like got the smirkiness of Frieza, but like half the swagger, which kind of makes you hate him even more, which is why I love it so much uh, that he got put into it. And his final super explosive finisher move is like where he becomes a great ape. I thought that was super duper cool. All right. So Super Baby 2, is there anybody else coming that we know of? Literally while watching this, I was like, oh, okay, we can do GT now. Like, even though I, I was surprised they did that because Super is kind of the new thing. And with Super, they kind of like said GT never really happened. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, and that kind of made me sad because I'm like Super Saiyan 4, like Vegeta and Goku are oh my dirty God, it's as so fuck. cool. It really that, is. Like, it's so cool. Super Android 17 makes zero sense. Looks super cool. And then like the, the Sen dragons or the dragons of Sen, like they are so cool. I, I love all their designs. Like anytime you put a dragon in Dragon Ball Z, I thought that was like, it didn't really make a lot of sense. And some of them were kind of like write-off characters, but that's kind of what Dragon Ball Z does anyway. But like, that was a really cool arc. And so I keep digressing because I get to talk about Dragon Ball Z and that is one of my childs. Um, so I was watching this and I was like, what Super Saiyan 4 could do? I'm like, we have like 15 versions of Goku already. Yeah. There's like eight <laughs> versions of Vegeta. Well, there's only one version of Gogeta, so we get a Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. And then, of course, they sneak a trailer for Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta, and they do the fusion dance. I'm like, oh, it was so cool. Yeah, it was It was pretty lit. There's no denying that. They literally knew exactly where my brain was going to go with that trailer. They, like, made me, like, you know when you watch a good, like, detective movie? You know what I mean? You kind of, like, go through the processes <laughs> and stuff. You're like, oh, okay, so that's what'll happen. And I was like, they just read my mind. It was so cool. That Zach, I mean, like that's your probably your favorite anime of all time, right? Is like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that Naruto, they're, they're pretty up there. I'm I'm pretty basic. He you were watching it back when it wasn't cool to watch it. That's how you know you're a loyal fan. It's cool to watch anime. All right, anyway. All right. <laughs> it's more. It's definitely more acceptable. Definitely more acceptable. Oh my gosh, I'm like rewatching the trailer right now. It's just. Which is funny because the kids in elementary school that we went to, Zach, if they saw us wearing Naruto stuff while they were working, wearing Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, they would have been like, freaks, losers. <laughs> and be like, yeah, we know, but at least we're happy. <laughs> That's the cool thing about being older. You just got to do what you want. All right, Zach, uh, what else you got for Dragon Ball Fighters? Uh, so Super Baby Vegeta 2 or Super Baby Vegeta, whatever we want to call it, comes out on January 15th with more news to be on Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta soon. Very cool. A lot of hype. Game staying strong. It's going to be on year three soon-ish. I think it's like February's year three or year two. I feel like it's just been around for a long time. I think it's year three because season past three. That makes a lot of sense. That's probably why they do it that way, guys. Damn. All right, with that being said... <laughs> 
Let's talk about horseball. I mean, talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. JP, you're up. (laughs) (laughs) Super fun horsey times. All right. So next up, we have an article coming to us from GameInfinitus.com from Joel Morgan. For a second there, I thought that was the same name of the guy from uh, The Last of Us Part Two, but I don't actually know. Oh my God, I thought that exact same thing. I I think it's Joel like Miller. I don't remember what Joel's last name is, but that's not important. So the name of the article is Red Dead Redemption Remaster and Red Dead Redemption 2 DLC Details a Leak. Yeehaw. So from the article, Red Dead Redemption 1 has been rumored for a remaster for a while now. A new rumor suggests it will launch along with a DLC for Red Dead Redemption 2. We have previously reported on a listing for the Red Dead Redemption Outlaws collection that would reportedly feature a full remake of the original Red Dead Redemption and come bundled along with Red Dead Redemption 2. We have another rumor to report today regarding the Red Dead Remaster. Okay, so I know that Red Dead Redemption was super, super popular, but I didn't know the demand was really there for a remaster of the game once Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. And I was totally blown away by the reaction that people had upon seeing that Red Dead Redemption might have a remaster coming. And by the way, this is all just speculation. And they even keep going with that in the article. They literally take a jab saying, "Okay, now this is a source from 4chan. So everybody, before you get too excited, just hold your horses. 4chan. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) we're talking 4chan, baby. Tread hey, carefully. We're, we're like six for six as far as rumors go. So let's end the year at the babang. All right. If 4chan proves something right, it'll be here and now. All right. Yeah, you're not completely wrong. So here's a few of the bigger points. Rockstar Games is reportedly working on a single player DLC for Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, the announcement of this DLC was set for the Game Awards, but delayed. It will be revealed soon around Christmas or New Year's. They are planning to release it alongside a remaster of Red Dead Redemption 1. The DLC takes place in 1912 to 1913, only the new portions of the RDR2 map, along with Black Water, Tall Trees, and West Elizabeth, are accessible. Not New Austin, New Paradiso. Following John's death, Sadie and Charles head back to the Beecher's Hope. So, um... I'm going to be 100% honest here. Despite I know that Red Dead Redemption 2 is a big deal for PlayStation fans. I never played the first one. Really? Uh, yeah, I figured that Czar was probably going to be the one to be like, what? I, it was a fantastic game. Um, I, I had very fond memories with a buddy of mine. We would go online and go into the tall trees and do bare bare knuckle boxing with uh, bears. <laughs> with bears. <laughs> We never won once, but we had some funny outtakes getting thrown from cliffs. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. That's really exciting news. Like I said, I know a lot of people that are super excited to get their hands on the original Red Dead Redemption. Um, and truth be told, I haven't even fully beaten Red Dead Redemption 2 yet. Eh, it's on the backlog somewhere. Full but- disclosure, neither have I. I'm on like... I have two missions left in the epilogue, but for whatever reason, like nostalgia, or maybe I just don't want to let go of the game. I just cannot bring myself to beat those last two epilogue missions. So obviously this is a lot of fan service. And I know we've been giving Rockstar just a ton of flack lately for, you know, not releasing anything new and just riding on the coattails of previous, you know, like their three IPs. But to be fair, this is pretty hype. I'm really excited to hear about this. 
JP, if you have the article open, did you check out the very last paragraph? Okay, fine. So the very, I'll go into the last uh, two, a few sentences here in the paragraph of the article. There has been a lot of speculation and rumors surrounding a remaster of RDR1, and at this point, when there is a lot of smoke, there is bound to be some fire, which we know is true. Rockstar Games has only announced GTA 5 for the new generation consoles, so they have a lot to share regarding their current generation plans. In addition to a brand new GTA 6, they can take this time to release remasters of their older games, including the RDR collection. This should act as a good store gap until the next mainline GTA. <sighs> Which will probably never happen. Yeah, <laughs> they found a way to continue making money without making new games. Yeah, exactly. It's like from <laughs> their point of view, things are going great. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to put them on the spot and say that I 100% blame Rockstar for what's going on here because, hey, Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption are great freaking games. You know, all I'm saying is that you can't complain that you're not making money anymore after a while. That was my <laughs> point. And you know what's funny is I, like the three of us were like, make Bully 2 or something. I started to see that trend around on Twitter for a little while. Like, where's Bully 2? I'm like, yes. They yes! hear us. Bully 2. Yes. All right. That's all I have for Red Dead news. Um, all Red Dead fans rejoice as you might be able to play a very beautiful, very updated version of Red Dead Redemption. Now, let's get into another one of my PlayStation babies and talk a little bit about Miles Morales. All right, so this article is coming to us from tweaktown.com, written by Derek Strickland. It's entitled Spider-Man Miles Morales sold 70% less copies than 2018 Spider-Man. So to go into the article a little bit, Spider-Man Miles Morales is a great game, but it's a lot less popular than the 2018 Spider-Man release on PS4. Spider-Man Miles Morales is among the best games released this generation and is a pure next-gen spectacle on the PlayStation 5. Sadly, sales aren't as high as the game's performance. According to Superdata, Spider-Man Miles Morales sold 663,000 digital copies at launch despite releasing on both the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, which is a 70% reduction in sales from the original Spider-Man game. The 2018 Spider-Man moved an estimated 2.2 million digital copies at launch, meaning it sold roughly 1.3 million more copies than Miles Morales. All right, now I know that that sounds bad, but I actually have a pretty simple salute, like logic behind what's going on here miles morales okay, no hot takes only Zard, go <laughs> <laughs> speaking of drops in sales <laughs> marvel is dying dc is the new super king yeah if i didn't anger peaches earlier he's angry now <laughs> that's definitely not even true DC though for life. in any regards <laughs> no, it's absolutely 100% true. I mean, Wonder Woman and then New Justice League leaks. It can't be coincidence <laughs> that Spider-Man is failing. Yes, it can. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. JP, sorry, you can get logical now. Thank you. No, thank, you thank you. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for entertaining me. <laughs> Zach is Zach's like chaos. <laughs> all right. Honest to God, what I think is going on here is people don't want to buy Spider-Man Miles Morales until they can play it on the PlayStation 5, right? Because they know that it's been optimized for the PlayStation 5, you know? 
in fact, it was like not quite a launch title, but the news that Miles Morales was coming out with the PlayStation 5 at the same time was huge, right? And everyone's like, oh, yes, this is amazing. So how could a beloved franchise like sell that many less copies than its predecessor? I think it's because people are waiting to play it on the PlayStation 5 and not many people have a PlayStation 5 yet. Okay, but full disclosure, and this may just be me being an idiot, but I honestly didn't know it was available for the PS4 until just now. Well, I was telling you that I was playing it, and you know that I don't have a PlayStation 5 yet. And that's literally, like, one of the points. I feel like they didn't really, (laughs) like, I mean, like, obviously since we were on the podcast, we knew it was on PS4, but I really feel like the general audience is like, you have to have a PS5 to play that game, and that's really not the case. I w- that's actually a good point. I wonder if there was something. I wonder if they Wii U'd it. You know, the advertising just wasn't good and people didn't understand what was happening. Do I just do I just attach the tablet to my Wii? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Like, what is this? Is this a new console? Is it like uh, something I add onto the Wii? What is this thing? Yes. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I honest to God think that's what's going on because like. I haven't heard anybody say many bad things about Miles Morales. My biggest criticism is just like, I didn't think the combat changed that much from the first game. And that I think it was way too short to justify a $70 price tag on the next gen consoles. But other than that, it was a fantastic game. I genuinely just think people want to wait to play it on the PlayStation 5. That being said, I wonder based on what you two have said, if there was something Insomniac could have done to like, market this better to be like this is gonna look great on the playstation 5 and also it's on the playstation 4 but playstation 5 (laughs) maybe you know Um, like i don't know i i don't actually uh see a lot of advertisements unless i go looking for them because like i don't have cable i subscribe to streaming services so i didn't honestly see any advertisements for spider-man but that could also possibly be through data mining because I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah, that's fair. And e- even in hindsight, like I really don't think this was marketed as well as the first Spider-Man. And in fact, I honestly thought at first it was a little confusing if it was hard. It was hard to tell if it was like a standalone game or was it like DLC? They didn't make that abundantly clear at first. So they really did Wii U it. No, nothing to that. <laughs> Nintendo, wait a second. Wait, wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, they Wii U'd it. That's a thing. They Wii U'd it. We should make a shirt with that on it. Can we make a shirt with that on it? <laughs> we'll get sued. <laughs> oh, oh. What I expect to see with Miles Morales is it's not going to have that immediate jump in sales, but this is going to be a gradual, like steady stream of money coming to Insomniac because as more people get PlayStation 5s, like if they had to choose a couple of games to get with the console once they get it, number one is obviously going to be Demon's Souls because nobody's been able to shut up about that game. But number two might be Miles Morales or Little Big Planet. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? So I ex- I personally expect to see the sales for this game keep on coming as the PlayStation 5 beco- becomes more readily available because it was a fantastic game and I had a great time playing it. I know it's not because it's a bad game. It's just the way things are right now. I really wish I had the PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I even like Sony. 
<laughs> With that being said, anything before we swing on into our last topic point today? Nah, let's get into it. What's uh, what's going on? Well, speaking of PlayStation, I, I begrudgingly oh, bring you this article. <laughs> Boo on you, sir. <laughs> it's your console. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So we are talking about some Bloodborne speculation, and this article is coming to us from Twisted Voxel and written by Ali Hader. So we have to you. give a shout out to this guy on Twitter or something because he's written a lot of the articles that we've talked yeah. about. I feel like we talk about one of his articles every week. So, I mean, Ali, you're, you're awesome. Thank you're you. the man, Ali. We're going to have to follow him or something. Right? All right, all right. So, I think we all on this podcast and many of our listeners know that Bloodborne was a big deal back in 2015, right? Like, it was a huge game in the same vein as, like, Dark Souls and Demon Souls. That's exactly why it was such a big deal is because it was developed by the same people and almost held a light to the challenge. Oh yeah, it's it's a phenomenal PlayStation IP. I am so jealous of this IP because it looks right up Zar's alley. I mean, it's got blood in the title. What more could I want? That's fair. And I mean, it is no coincidence that five years later, we're finally talking about it again because as discovered on a LinkedIn profile, the senior PlayStation executive known as Shiva Alari considers Bloodborne a franchise. Man, people on LinkedIn aren't even safe. What's sacred anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, we, we've gone to the U.S. Justice Department website. Now we're talking about LinkedIn. Oh, that was a weird day. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird day. But yes, and, uh, you know, naturally, Bloodborne is a singular game that only had one DLC come out. And that's not a franchise, so in this profile saying that she collaborates with franchises is is a bit on the speculatory side, but could mean that there is another game in development. This literally is as speculatory as it gets. We're yeah, looking this at is, syntax here. <laughs> we like, are full tinfoil hat at this point. What is, <laughs> what is this? Half-Life 3? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But all right. All right. So from a quote in the article in the profile of Shiva Alari, the executive mentions working with PlayStation on franchises, underline that franchise word, mm-hmm. such as Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, The Witcher, Overwatch, Fortnite, God of War, FIFA, Football Manager, Sonic, Total War and Bloodborne. Ooh, Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> football Manager. You had me at that. But no, so this odd inclusion at the end of of her resume, essentially, is is just a little bit, as we said, on the speculatory side. So everybody out there might be getting a little bit hyped for a possible Bloodborne 2 release. I don't know. And also a remaster of Bloodborne. Dude, I don't know. I think this is really reaching. (laughs) <laughs> like, like usually i love the tinfoil hat theories but this just seems like people are like oh like grab it it's nothing and yeah the article even you know announces that by saying that the there have been rumors of a remaster of bloodborne that would launch for pc and playstation 5 but nothing is concrete of anything yet yeah I don't know. I might be a little biased. In fact, both of us might be. Zach, what do you think? Are we reaching for straws here? Like, is there any credibility to this? Yeah, 
I think so. I mean, if he would have misspoke, he would have clarified. So, I mean, like going on like his professional side like that, like I think there's going to be more to the Bloodborne. Really? More as in, do you think it's a remake? More as in, do you think it's going to be Bloodborne 2? No, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I think there is something to this. Hmm. Okay. But I'm also a Nintendo guy. So take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the little... <laughs> Uh, all right, so maybe I'm just being the pessimist for once, but I don't know. I felt like this was just like, well, also, it's a few of those other titles. Like, Overwatch technically is not a franchise yet. I mean, I know Overwatch 2 has been announced, but when, though? Where? Why? When? Who? We know Who it asked exists, for this? but when? <laughs> Fortnite? Like, what? For I mean, if you count the times that Fortnite has stolen other IPs to make its own game better, then yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. How is Fortnite considered a franchise? I see. That's just the thing is like we're dealing with syntax here. But if Zach and you are both like optimistic about this situation, where usually I'd be the optimist, maybe I'm just being a salty Sally. I mean, with how amazingly this game was received back in 2015 you would think five years later there may be something in the works yeah it it, it could very well be you know i don't know maybe maybe i i'm not i'd be very excited if it was fingers crossed knock on wood this may be another game t podcast prediction right here <laughs> are we becoming the next simpsons probably oh no Oh, no. Oh, no, I don't want that kind of power. <laughs> Insert Homer walking through the bushes backwards meme. <laughs> How the hell do you put that in a podcast for? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a problem for you since you're editing this episode. <laughs> There's some leaves rustling or something. <laughs> Zach, what are we doing next, buddy? Zach Sizzling Takes is nice and sweet this week. So let's get to Zach Sizzling Sizzling Takes. All right. The Xbox One release of Gal Gun Returns has been canceled. We sincerely apologize to fans who are anticipating its release. No. Yeah, no. Uh, Twitter <laughs> just tweeted this out that they had discussions with Microsoft and that um, it's not coming out. What the uh, heck is. Hold on. What is Gal Gun? Uh, exactly what you think it sounds like. Is this that anime game we were talking about ages ago? Uh. Yeah, it's an anime game where I'm pretty sure they fight each other. I, I, you know, I, JP, don't, don't quote me on this. I don't know for Jim. Well, now what am I supposed to do with my life, Zach? Gal Gun is back. Oh, yeah, it's where you just shoot at the girls and they make very anime sounds. And there's like combos. And they put this on the Switch? Is this also made by One Hand Studios? Uh, <laughs> no. One Hand Studios. But my wife who there is jiggle physics um, <laughs> they called it jiggle physics <laughs> the point is to capture demons and to suck your way to pants you paradise what is happening and that's galga your way to paradise yep um so it's still coming to ps4 nintendo switch steam but microsoft uh, thanks to the discussions, decided that that was not the case. I'm curious, considering when they say consistency among all platforms, what? Like, what could be the issue there? <laughs> Dude, I don't care. I want this game. 
Galgan. Suck your way to paradise. <laughs> and that's all for Zach's sizzling hot takes. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that's the outro. I don't know. Do you guys have an outro? <laughs> I can't. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Oh no, this derailed. Oh, oh no, that is, dude, I'm sorry. That's just so unbelievably funny. Everything, the game, the description. I love it. There's nothing that we can say that could ever top that. <laughs> I had to drink some water. My throat was starting to hurt. Oh my, I don't think we need to say anything after that. That that was just ground shaking. Zach, that was a great hot day. <laughs> Yeah, I know I'm pretty great. Is that is that the only hot take for the week? It's really I, the only hot take. It's kind of you know, like I guess people are celebrating and not doing stuff. All right. Well, hey, um, I guess just to do a little bit of hype up, um, we've been talking about it for a while now. Next week is going to be the Cyberpunk episode, boys, where you just get to listen to me talk for two hours. Isn't that special? Yay! Yay! Dissertations. and we are going to have a special guest Um, he is very excited to join us for this episode Um, and he's very excited to be here too so he's going to help me break down the game and it's going to be a very good time no game releases this week because yeah Zach was saying it already we're in the middle of celebrating the holiday season and not a lot of stuff is coming out right now so um I think that's pretty much it for the day, boys. Zach, thank you so much. I really needed that laugh. <laughs> I think we all did. I, I needed that so much. <laughs> I expect payment in the form of uh, World of Warcraft curtains. Thank you. <laughs> Those cost a hundred bucks. It was eighty bucks. It was eighty-nine bucks plus four ninety-nine shipping and handling. Guys, I'm just like my mom. It's basically a hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at that point, it's a hundred dollars. Get the curtains. Whatever. I'll help, I will help. I'll help you install the curtains. How's that? We'll Whatever. Make we'll make a day of it. We'll go get some tacos, and I'll send you that uh, care emoji on Facebook. That's nice, I guess. That's pretty much as much as you could ask from Czar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no game releases really to talk about, so it's weird just ending the episode without them, but here we are. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We'll see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your game tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast.